0: Welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. Welcome to year two. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson, with uh, an interesting set of episodes. The next three weeks, we're calling Yoga Slackers February. We're uh, starting with Eric tonight, uh, Daniel next week, and then Jason and Chelsea the week after that, so... Uh, it was came kind of came about because a little bit because I felt guilty about not having any of them on the podcast in the first year uh, you know they are probably minimally of the number two or maybe one one a team in the United states right now top 10 at worlds last year so uh, they definitely uh, deserve it and not to mention that Probably th- going to be three of the uh, most interesting episodes that we've had, so it's a great way to start out the new year. I'm, let's see what's going on with me. Not much from it's only been a week since the uh, PQ team, I guess. Things kind of run together, so uh, I've been working on that. Some sponsorship deals with that and myself. A couple of projects that might be interesting later in the year, but blah 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 blah. So Let's uh, listen to what uh, Eric Sanders has to say with the yoga slackers. So everybody get out there, go fast, take chances. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, Randy? Hey, Eric. How are you doing? Good. Good. How about you? Um, a little chilly, but it's winter, so that's to be expected, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> yeah, at least we had some sunshine today, so that's not quite so bad
1: okay nice
0: so um so how you been been
1: uh been pretty good doing a lot of skiing and stuff like that here in colorado so
0: so you're so you're doing you're not quite in fat season you're in ski season huh
1: (laughs) yeah just just transfers to a different kind of a season you know
0: it's skiing and more winter winter stuff now so so well so when when will you start training
1: I mean, I'm always kind of training yeah. in a sense. You know, it's just yeah, what you're training for. And mm-hmm. I do a lot of endurance stuff just generally. So, I mean, now I'm doing like Ryan Ogni Benny, I think, how you yep. say his last yeah. name? But yeah. we did a race, a Schemo race uh, yesterday morning. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, always constantly training just for different things. And they all kind of intermix. And that's the nice thing about adventure racing, I feel like, is you can uh, – you know, you can do other sports and it can count as training.
0: Well, exactly. So does that mean you're, you know, I was, I, I put everybody in two groups of people. There's the uh, heart rate trainers and there's the let's go see what's on the other side of this ridge trainer. So, <laughs> which which yeah. one are you? <laughs> um,
1: or does it depend? I used to be a little bit more of a planned out kind of trainer. But now, mm-hmm. like the last two or three years, I've really been more of it just go out and have an epic day and and uh have fun. Um but I'm kind of this year I might try to go back to a little bit more of a kind of like a in between mm-hmm. thing where I still have a lot of flexibility and you know it's based on how I feel like that day or that week on how I train but I kinda wanna go back into a little bit more structured plan just a little bit so, just so I can get more uh get more out of myself basically because i'm I'm pretty fit now, but I feel like I can get faster and get get
0: stronger so that's what I want to try to do so give so you figure you know just a little bit of structural get that little bit extra out of you,
1: yeah, just that little bit more of kind of login workouts and login things and maybe having it some general yeah plan of the some of of some idea because the last two years it's just like i just go out and do whatever i want and that's that's great but i don't think i'm really
0: as strong as i could be well you know you can't argue you've had some pretty good results the last two years but but yeah (laughs) i mean it could be we always think we can be better right
1: yeah i mean i think anybody can always there's always things that people can tweak and
0: get better at so it's, it's. I think it's, it's good, good to have that. Yeah, so how did how did you get started being an adventure racer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I started out. I did a mountain bike race when I was sixteen mm. years old, and that was just kind of the kind of the initial feeler. And I loved I loved doing mountain bike races. And there was a ski hill about a mile from my house, and they had races every Thursday
0: where nice. where was that at what's that where was that at oh it was at this little
1: hill called buck hill it's like a <laughs> 300 foot
0: <laughs> I've, I've raced buck hill yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I, I know you had that one post on my yeah. think that's crazy yeah so. uh, um but uh yeah so i started doing those and i was just generally as a kid i was pretty active doing three sports and stuff and I got into college, and I went to University of North Dakota, Mm -hmm. way up near the Canadian border, and uh, I met Andy Magnus, and he was hosting, like, these adventure races and stuff like that, and uh, I just thought that was awesome because that basically combined everything that I wanted to do with the outdoors, like, I loved mountains and hiking and all those things, and... But yeah, I combined the endurance and pushing yourself to your limits and that's just what I loved. So I did one of Andy's twenty four hour races and that basically I got hooked after that.
0: Yeah. So, so. well, I mean it, it's what we what, what I'm finding with racers is if it's it's almost an immediate thing, you do the first one and and and, and you just know. Yeah. So um so you did Andy's races. Obviously, that's that's uh, how you got hooked up with Yoga Slackers. i must I yep. will assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I met Andy, and you know, I wanted to. I had done a couple of 24 hour races and things like that, and I graduated college, and I was moving to Arizona, and I just sent Andy a quick email. He was, he was like, I was kind of fishing for it too, but I was like, Yeah, hey, hey, you know any teams looking for a, a fourth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, actually, yoga slackers are, might be wanting to try out a new fourth. So, that's, yeah, that's pretty much how I got hooked up with them and then did the Bend uh, 36-hour race with them in 2012. And I raced with Dan and Chelsea, and, you know, they host that race. So, yeah. Jason had planned it all out, so he couldn't do it with yeah. us. But, um, yeah, we did great. We worked well, well together as a team. And, um that race was, you know, it was my first kind of experience pushing that hard and for that long because I was we finished in around thirty hours and, you know, it it took a pretty good toll on me, <laughs> like just because those guys can push you to your limit, you know, yeah. especially like for me, I was just racing with my buddy in some of these twenty fours and pushing ourselves to you know what we thought our limit was, and then, you know, I did that race with them and they pushed me way farther than I thought and. So that was uh, that was a pretty painful experience but I I wanted to stick with it and I had a good opportunity with them so
0: yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a great team and um I'm not sure where you're going to be in the order of this but either this will be new to people or they'll be have been listening but we're we're doing Yoga Slackers month in February yeah. so. <laughs> so 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 who knows who will be first and who will be last and what we'll all talk about but um it's kind of what – cuz i find you guys a really interesting team and 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 i kind of feel bad that it's it's been like a year and i haven't had anybody anybody from the team on not not by choice but it's just like it's just the way it worked out so
1: yeah i mean there's so many amazing people to talk to in the sport you know it's, it's yeah. hard well it <laughs> is I mean, eventually
0: yeah and that's what I've I've told other people says, don't take it personally. I'll get to you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Sure. So what was the f- okay? Let's see how should I want to put this. But my philosophy and one of and I just we're doing for for Breathe Magazine we're doing rules of adventure racing and my first rule is if you ever see a team doing something completely different than everybody else it's yoga slackers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I mean that in the best way. But yeah, what was the first time that you raced with them and and they said this is what we're going to do, and you're like, really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: or are you just so used to it?
1: Well, I mean, I think that's part of the reason why we mesh together well is like I'm okay with going along with some of their crazy ideas. Okay. Like I would have some of the same ideas as they would you know like going down like some steep crazy thing because you know i climb and they all climb so i'm have roughly the same comfortability level on exposed terrains they do and i don't know it's like nothing out of the, too crazy out of the ordinary but just just the fact of i think for me joining onto them is just the pace that you know that we race at is just insane like that was the most insane thing i think for me joining on with them right away was just that of how just relentless that you just keep pushing and pushing and um yeah you just don't give up.
0: So, so was- yeah. With with the team and 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 I actually don't know the answer to this, who let's see, who's the hard who's the hard case on the team? Who's the one that's just always like, let's go, let's go, let's go. or or does it vary and i'm I'm guessing it probably varies it
1: kind of varies a little bit but i'd say for the most part it's chelsea she's always (laughs) she's always you know super gung-ho and just ready to ready to crush it so i don't know i've i've you know out of all the races i've done with them which i think it might be around six now yeah but Chelsea has gone through probably the least low points. I feel like out of any of us. I mean, she's so strong and it's just amazing. So, yeah, I definitely say Chelsea's
0: always, she's always the one wanting to push. Yeah, I uh, doesn't surprise me. Well, I'll I'll try to remember to ask all them too see if we get the same answer. <laughs> so. I don't
1: know. I think that's another common thing with just. I think a lot of women racers are can just be super strong like you know guys are always strong uh physically but women i feel like in particular just have such an amazing mental strength and and physical strength
0: yeah i yeah there's a i find a lot of that too that uh well part of it is probably maybe they're not quite as physically strong you know if we're uh, doing a stereotypical but they make up definitely make up with it for the for the uh with the mental mental part. Yeah. So, but um so what's what's been your favorite favorite race with them?
1: Hmm. Let's see I think Belize that was a great race. We had an amazing time down there and everything just came together for us perfectly in that race. Like we all were on all cylinders all the time and nobody like Nobody bonked or anything, really. Like, we all kind of went through one low point. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we were just hammering and felt amazing. And, you know, stayed on nutrition and worked together, like, amazingly as a team. And NAV, nav, like, we did great navigation-wise. And um, we saw some amazing stuff down there. But I think just that whole race for us was pretty huge to – because that was, I think, our first – expedition win and even yoga Slacker's first expedition win um and just a great <laughs> feeling to do that and like some of the mayan ruins that we got to we went up to the top of one of the mayan ruins there and uh just outside san ignacio belize and saw some cool stuff and so that was i mean there's lots of great races i think i've done so far but that one was
0: i think for me it was a big moment so yeah well come on it's when you win, it's always a little, little sweeter or a lot (laughs) sweeter, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So the converse to that's what's been your, when was your worst moment or, you know, as I put it, when was your worst six hours?
1: Uh, huh. yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's, you know, Ecuador was a really hard race for Mm -hmm. me, but, at the same time, I'm gonna to have to say that' it's kind of a weird one to say, but the my first expedition race I did with yoga slackers was the uh, cowboy tub mm-hmm. and you know we got more sleep in that race than you typically do in a in an expedition, but I think I had done some I had done some things nutritionally wrong with myself uh, yeah. early on in the race, and that just carried through the race, and I was just in. You know, sheer pain and like mental like just mentally down and destroyed for like most of the race and you know we just pushed like it was for my first race you know racing at that level in an expedition race and you know techno and all all these other competitive teams were there too so we're you know we're going for a podium spot so it's not like you're doing a race for the first time and you know you're with some random team and you know this is a elite level team and we're trying to do well and i just had to push through it and mentally it was just like the most brutal thing i'd ever experienced and at the end of the race i was i didn't know if i wanted to keep doing this sport (laughs) so i was that was pretty dead but i mean i i knew that i didn't want that to be my sole experience experience in adventure racing and you know, that race, it wasn't, like, the most inspiring race course either, I think, which was a big thing about it because we did a lot of riding on roads. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the terrain was just not as great as uh, as I know it can get in some adventure races. And, yeah, luckily, yeah. I I let it sit a while. And, like, like every race, pretty much, you know, you're pretty destroyed for a couple of days after the race. And then you're like, all right, when's the next one?
0: yeah yeah well, <laughs> or several hours um well, I remember that like in that hand cart section, you were pretty yeah <laughs> but but um, yeah, you're pretty fried, but you know what, like you said, it didn't slow you guys down you were you were you know you were moving well,
1: yeah, so. i mean that's the thing I think about do good adventure racing teams in general is that you can have somebody like that and you can still figure out how to keep moving fast. And in Ecuador, that's what we really had to do the whole race because nobody was feeling good ever in that race. Like her, one person was always feeling terrible in Ecuador, and we just had to make it work.
0: So um, did you all – And well, one I just want here's my ADD. Let's just jump around a little bit. But I want to really get back to Ecuador and talk about that. But having such a low point – At Cowboy Tough, that first time. Do you think in the long run that that helps you? Because if you get to that point again, you know you've been there and you know you'll get through it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that was a huge, huge point for me because, you know, I made it through that race and I was, you know, absolutely just destroyed mentally. I just was out of it and I didn't want to keep going. And I knew but the only reason I did keep going was because I had the team there and I was with those guys and I didn't want to let anybody down and I didn't want to let myself down and quit cause I don't like to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that getting to those low points and getting out of them, that definitely is a huge learning curve. And I think that might've been part of the reason why in Belize we did so well was cause in Costa Rica we had got, you know, you get so destroyed and, all that and like that long race that race was really long and and everything but then in belize for me that was my first race that i had done that technically should be easier than costa rica you know it's it's a three-day race, three and a half day race and ecuador or costa rica took us you know nine days so i was like belize three days that should be a piece of cake (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so Except you're going to go yeah. three times harder, right?
1: Yeah yeah, exactly. but yeah, pushing through getting to those low spots and pushing through them, you, you learn a lot about yourself, and when you get there again, you, you have that experience,
0: so yeah. that's cool. so well let's let's talk about worlds, I think. Do you, do you guys did you consider it a good race? Were you happy with it? I guess for yourself, yeah, I mean, let's say, well, you know, you don't have to answer for the whole team because the whole team can answer. <laughs> okay. So, but, I don't know. I, mean,
1: I I didn't have an amazing race. Like I didn't, I could have had a much better race, but I don't know. Adventure racing is such a, it's, there's no such thing as like a good race. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I was, I was sick the first. Two days of the race, at least, because I had gotten you know just whatever from the water and all that stuff down there, and was feeling really bad. Like the morning of the race, I was throwing up and all other kind of things, and um, so that just carried over into the first two days. And I, I was being towed up those massive hills in the Andes, and you know Jason and Dan were pulling me up these hills at eleven, twelve thousand feet, and. <laughs> it's just, I was in some serious pain and like, you know, they're trying to tow me up the hill to get me moving faster. And, you know, then later on in the race, then I started to feel a little better. And then Dan took a serious downhill. So, um, then, it, you know, it transferred over then, you know, I took his pack weight and that's just how adventure racing works. But overall, as a team, we worked, we work so well together, I think that we managed to pull off 10th place and, you know, we had a we managed to make a good race out of a race that could have went pretty
0: bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Let's say you were racing the whole time with three people because you know one of you was was down the whole time. So let's say that that was a good good result for three people, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, exactly. Did you guys like? Were you all? Did you all kind of have the same thing, or did? But in in turn, or did? Was it kind of different for everybody, being sick, what you had?
1: Well, I kind of had the sickness. I think I just had the the The, the, the crud. Yeah. yeah, the crud from, you know, the, whatever I was eating down there before the race. Yeah. And Jason, Chelsea, and Dan managed to not seem like they had it too badly. But, yeah, I took the brunt of it. And then later on, I'm not sure. We, I don't Dan had something else go on <laughs> inside his mind, and you guys can you can read our race reporter talk to yeah, Dan about it.
0: I'm going to be talking to him, so that should be an interesting <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, um, so did you have? I mean, it's kind of nice. Here's here's what I'm thinking: while you're sick, the first two days, while you're strong, so then you know once you're healthy you know you, you you have those other you know the rest of the race to to do, do well so do you think you bounce back and and uh, you know that last part was good for you
1: yeah i definitely think i bounced back from that i don't know how when you're when you're racing that hard and not getting much sleep how do you recover but i definitely think i did and um what was it the the last the mountain bike uh, after the river paddle and the trek in the last paddle I felt great and on the on that trek over the Andes the second time I started to feel pretty good too. Um you know, we went down into the valley and then up. I started to kinda of get out of it there but I was still still a little down. Yeah.
0: So what was the what was the one thing racing in Ecuador that really surprised you that you didn't expect or you know just you know you you just when you get back and you think about it you're like really <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the weather mm-hmm. I mean I knew you know you in mountain
1: conditions you always know the weather can be bad but yeah. every day I mean it was relentless every day there was some kind of storm that came I think that was the craziest thing about it.
0: (laughs) Well, I I agree. And I think my theory, and quite honestly, for some reason those of us following the race in the media, we missed almost all of the bad weather. I mean Mm -hmm. we had a little rain but we didn't get it. But in thinking about it, I'm thinking, well, yeah, it's mountains. But it's on the equator, so it's gotta be warm. yeah and it's not when you're at fourteen thousand feet. I don't care where <laughs> yeah, you're at seems' so.
1: getting hypothermia and you know you've got your
0: puffy on and yeah. the jungle and well, yeah, and I think that's it that's seemed to be a lot of people got hypothermia and that was their downfall so and yeah I think I think people just took it um not seriously enough for whatever reason yeah so. yeah I mean we took a
1: while to put our our rain jackets on on that second trek up the Oihaka River and mm-hmm. we almost got to the point where we got pretty cold but I think we were just moving so fast and we had managed to get our rain jackets on early enough but Jason and Dan waited probably the longest to put, get their rain jackets on and you know you could just see them shivering so yeah yeah there was there were a couple points in that race where we were we were cold <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, and as we all know, it's not like you're going to say, oh, well, well, just jump in here and warm up for the night. Yeah. So. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, there was a
1: lightning storm and stuff on the that second bike leg, and, you know, we're just
0: keeping, keep riding, put your rain jacket and pants on, and, and just, just keep on moving. Exactly, yeah, it's... It's what I love about watching adventure racers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where you got the rain jacket and pants for, right? It's right. I mean, <laughs> I, it. quite honestly, it's something that I've learned just, you know, being out training or hiking or whatever. It's like, you know what? I should put my rain jacket on. And, and from being around adventure racers, it's like, okay, I'm going to stop and put it on. I'm not going to, like, well, it's in there. I don't really need it. So it's like, <laughs> you know, if you got it, wear it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. um, um, here we go jumping around again. Are you much of a, a student of the history of adventure racing? Do you have you ever kind of looked back at things and stuff? Because, cause my question is, is there a a race and or a team that you'd think you'd like? God, that would have been fun to do, or or fun to race with those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean. When I first started in the sport I really didn't know much about it or anything about the history and you know I I didn't know I didn't know anything and I just knew there were these adventure races and and I knew they got to these bigger expedition levels where you're going out for multi-day cuz I'd heard little yoga slackers doing you know Patagonia and stuff and I thought that would be epic but I didn't know much about the history and it's kind of funny cuz I just started now like finding the eco challenge uh tv series is on youtube and yeah, stuff yeah. so i've been watching some of those and um i think cause if there's a team i could join it would i don't know if i would have been good enough to be with them but uh i think it was you know ian adamson and mike closer when they did the race in new zealand
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they beat uh <laughs> they beat the kiwis yeah. <laughs> in new zealand yeah. yeah i thought that was the most epic Thing I've ever seen or like watched in adventure racing is to beat them at at their home. Course was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So, uh, that I you know it would have been that was probably maybe one of the highlights of the of the uh, we'll say first golden age of adventure racing. So yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Pretty cool to yeah. see. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so, the race at that time would have been kind of fun too, because there's a little bit, you know, your sponsors are giving you some more. Some more support and things like that. So I think it was a was a cool time to race.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It would be hopefully we're getting back to that a little bit. Um Yeah. And Aside, yeah. yeah Aside i mean the gear. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm
1: seeing those headlamps that those guys have and they're like freaking just monstrous. So
0: you know, that's I probably it's probably not a fair question to ask you, but I ask a lot of people, like what's the best advance in gear in the last 15 years in you know a lot of people have different ones but usually then they think oh yeah lights so um, yeah well that's well so you've been how long have you been racing with yoga slackers
1: i've been racing with them for about two two and a half years and then
0: my first adventure race was probably in 2009 yeah so what i mean that's been that's a you know what's that six years now. So what have you seen? What's your favorite um, new gear or it, advance in gear? And you can't say lights because we just mentioned that.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I don't really know if this is going to be my favorite one, but this new new fork that we're going to be trying out this year is it's the Lauf mm-hmm. uh, fork for mountain bike. I'm interested to check that out. I'm not sure if it would be my favorite one or not, but Jason loves it, and I'll be interested to try that out because it's it's kind of like a leaf spring
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of a normal spring, and it's a lot lighter for your yeah. front fork. And I think it it's good for adventure racing too because we're not in we're not in uh,
0: I don't know. A lot of times you don't need need all that stuff. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. You're not a lot of technical downhill mountain biking so yeah yeah, i saw those and it's it it does look like um yeah we'll say interesting until the the you guys get a season on then we'll see what it feels like but but it looks like something for adventure racing that would be yeah save a little Mm -hmm. weight give you just that little bit of bit of comfort that you need
1: yeah yeah it should should be cool to try
0: yeah so um so what are you guys' schedule for this year
1: um well we're gonna jason and i and um one of our other guys adam he's kind of just starting on mm-hmm. with our team he's done a couple of races and then that, this girl mel we're gonna try to do um florida okay so not chelsea i think has a mountain bike race and dan has something else going on so, so um c to c kind of a secondary yoga slacker team there and then we're gonna do Alaska for sure. Mm-hmm. We're gonna to try to go to Cowboy Tough and we only have four on our world's roster right now, so we have three more spots to fill. So one of us that does Alaska will have to go to Cowboy Tough and we're gonna to try to get another team um
0: of three others to to go to Cowboy Tough with us. So So is that something well and we'll I'll talk about that with those guys too but is that something that you guys are working on is is bringing up a, having a triple A team so you, so you can bring people up to the to the show <laughs> um we just i mean
1: venture racing just takes up so much time mm-hmm. that i think it's nice to have a couple people that can fill in with your team yeah. and that you work well with so i think we'll be looking and looking to get some Get some people on our world's roster that that we like racing with and that that mesh well with us. So yeah. yeah, yeah, we're interested to get something going.
0: Yeah, well, you know that's what Tech News is doing. You know, that's you know Jason went from from Cowboy Tough to Ecuador. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, was- but you need that because yeah, it's like you said, it takes a lot of time, and you know, if somebody gets hurt a little bit or you know a little yeah. sick, you, you need that backup person or person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was
0: amazed.
1: Jason just crushed it in Ecuador. That was awesome to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, although, and, and this just may be reading stuff into it, but looking at all the pictures, there's a lot of times when he's looking like, "What the <laughs> hell am I doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure you know, that that went through his mind quite a time few times. Time, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so where? Two-part question, sort of. What What do you eventually want to accomplish in the sport, and how good do you think the team can be?
1: Hmm. As far as what I want to accomplish, I've never hmm. thought a ton about it yet, but I would definitely like to. I'd definitely like to get into the top five. Teams in the world, and I think Yoga Slackers can do that. Um, We just need to get a little bit more focused, and uh, I mean, we're we just need to get a good race together too, and um, just a little more time together. Like, not necessarily more focused, but uh, you know, we just uh, I'm finally like this year was my first year racing with them that they weren't trying to like get me up to speed, like, so I was already at speed this year, and I think, you know, we can only get better from here, and, um, 10th place in Ecuador, uh, with all the stuff that happened to us was pretty, a pretty awesome accomplishment, and if we have a good race, like, that can only get better, so, um, yeah, eventually, if I keep, if we keep going, and things progress, it'd be, amazing to to win a world championships um but i'm not going to get too focused on that yet (laughs) because that'll be that's down the road yeah well when you when you
0: think that you know seagate's been together basically for 10 or 12 years it's a you realize that it's a long-term long-term project but but i feel and and you can you can answer this any way you want but I think from you guys to Seagate, those those ten teams at Worlds, physically wise, there's not a lot of difference between all of you. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, do you feel that way? I mean, do you do you think? Yeah, we're I'm strong enough I could race against anybody, or do you think you need a few more years before you could actually say that or believe it? You could say it. it helps to say it, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I think for our team that we have a hard time, you know, truly believing that we can race with those guys because I think that's our biggest obstacle that we'll have to overcome is just that mental one of actually thinking and knowing that we can race with those guys and then we'll be able to do it because we have the physical strength. So, well, yeah, I think... In particular, like getting 10th that Worlds was, in a sense, that was kind of showing that to us yeah. when we had that bad of a race, mm-hmm. and you know, give us a good race, and you know, have things come together for us, and you know, we just need to mentally get that into our heads that we can, we can compete with those guys, and there's no reason they should be ahead of us ever.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I agree. I mean, it's and that's something that I've kind of found. <clears throat> excuse me in this last year that you kind of looked at the you know you know let's say seagate and you think oh they're just they're they're some they're different they're we're up here and then you start to look at them and you're like no yeah they're really good and they're really lucky and they make their own luck but you know there are 10 other teams that can compete with them so but it but it's to me it looks like it's the little things right now you know yeah the, you know, taking, taking 10 minutes for transition instead of 20 and, and things like that. But I think that's what comes with time, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And just the more time we get together and, you know, every race we do, we get better and we learn stuff and, you know, we realize that we, we should be top 10 and we should be even higher than that when yeah. we know that so i think we're we're fully prepared to take on this 2015 year and do as well
0: so yeah so that's that's cool um what's your what's your favorite part of it favorite uh discipline in adventure racing and what's your best if they're the different so trekking, biking, kayaking, nav, eating chocolate in the transition. (laughs) So so you said what's my favorite and then what else? What are you best at? What do you really want to do and what's the one that you're really good at? All right.
1: I think, you know, as far as being the best at one, I don't think I have a, a best necessarily. I think I'm pretty intermediate between all of them. Okay um just yeah generally pretty good probably paddling isn't my strongest but um i can hold my own and my favorite one i think that's probably part of the reason why i'm an adventure racer is because i don't have a favorite (laughs) i like the i like the switching it up and that's like you know you get 10 hours into a trek and you're like god i wish i missed i missed my bike want a bike and then you get 20 hours into your bike and you're like oh i just want to paddle i, want, I don't want to move my legs yeah. and then you paddle and same th- same old story so i just yeah i like mixing it up and i like the different kind of movements and the what different kind of terrain they both they all bring so yeah
0: well i think that's probably a lot of adventure races are like that you're good you're good at a lot of things but you're not the best at anything so. yeah <laughs> but yeah so um let's see what where where am i at see you you know you'd think i should be prepared and have a list of questions or something But it's (laughs) like why would i want to do that
1: (laughs) yeah it's too much work
0: it is you know it's it's (laughs) i did i did learn something about podcasting today and realized that it it's like adventure racing as the um getting everything ready pre-race is hard you know setting it you you were one of the easiest ones to schedule because we're like in the same time zone it's not hard but yeah i'm always dealing with new zealand and australia and europe and it's like just once you get in touch with people and you get the time set up and then it gets really easy when it's time to just sit down and talk
1: yep (laughs) yeah sometimes it's kind of nice to just let the conversation roll and
0: just play things as they go so exactly um oh, Oh here's here's the question I have to ask. I have a certain amount of questions that if I don't ask somebody will let me know so, <laughs> um if you start packing a month before a race are you still packing the night before
1: yeah that's out I mean
0: I'm always if I start packing the month
1: before then I'm just pulling gear out that I want to yeah. go on, a, <laughs> on a training or something so yeah. I try to leave it as long as I can and you know check out the
0: mandatory gear list. make sure i have
1: everything and yeah so
0: yeah well okay so that's that's almost universal i think uh mark latanz is the only one that doesn't pack tonight before and he says that's because everything's all packed all the time (laughs) so yeah um so we're gonna spend spend the rest of the winter skiing and just having a good time
1: yeah i mean getting out doing you know a lot of backcountry skiing and uh hopefully to get on doing some you know mountaineering type things and do uh climbing training and some running here and here and there too in the winter like i don't know i'm in golden so the snow melts yeah on uh, the front range and you know you can still get out and run and even mountain bike um so i don't know just i'll probably start dialing in my training here coming up and start training for florida a little more and yeah yeah some, some other stuff. events
0: yeah that's only somebody just said that's only eight weeks away <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah it's closer than i thought <laughs> <laughs> so actually i just i uh had last last week's uh well just before at the end of the year i had ron england on and we talked about it and the interesting how interesting it is to navigate in florida so uh, yeah let's see actually this will this will probably be posted before the race, I think. So, okay. So we can't say, "Oh God, you had such a great race," or we can't make <laughs> things up. But, yeah. So. Um. Well, cool. I, I'm I'm anxious to talk to the rest of the uh, rest of the gang, so to speak. So this should be should be an interesting look at at you guys, and then um, I'll probably if you're at Cowboy Tough, I'll probably see you there. <laughs> yeah pick, i mean whoever goes to that team which one of us will go that's yeah. the that's the big trick yeah so, but so well cool well always end the podcast the same way by telling you to everybody to go fast and take chances but don't take too many chances up in the uh, mountains okay
1: yep so
0: oh. <laughs> remember that okay well thanks yep thanks randy okay we'll uh talk to you some other time okay talk to you later All right, Bye. bye. You've been me